Here you go, boys. Say, you both look like you got a furfy or two to tell. G'day, everybody, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the show where we crack furfies and have some bloody good times. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and I'm joined by my good mates, Dan and Ash. Hey, boys. How are we going? Howdy, howdy. I'm excellent. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, Ash. I've been uh, running around town today playing some Pokemon Go like a, like a I don't know, eight-year-old child. Well, if, you, if you're eight years old, you wouldn't be gallivanting around town, but anyway, that's what I was doing. <laughs> I mean, you might be. You might be just a very exploratory eight-year-old. Yeah, that's right. And uh, getting away from their parents and all of that. I mean, I think we, we would have been like that back in the day. Yeah, I would have really enjoyed the game back then. Not that I don't enjoy it now. I'm getting around being a, a bit of a... I don't know. Bit of a silly willy. <laughs> well, not really. I just sit in my car and tap my phone and listen to podcasts, really. It's not that adventurous at all. I don't know if it's what the uh, the Pokemon company would ne- necessarily want from from their game. But anyway. Yeah. You're just exploiting a loophole. Yeah. yeah. So, Dan, what have you been up to? Uh, not too much. Not too much. Not too much. Um, I quit. My- had my last shift at my job last Friday. So, Ooh, that's exciting. Now currently fun employed. <laughs> How is the job hunt going? Uh, there are I've got a few things on my list, but I'm just I've just got some uni work I need to get out of the way first before I really knuckle down on it. But should be hopefully okay. Yes, yeah, so- I'm getting in, been getting interviews. I actually, got that got a job that one time that I didn't. But <laughs> hoping for the best. You got it, but you didn't. Oh well. All right, I'm just gonna get this party started. Time to time to crack a cold one, a eh? crack a cold a one with the pot. boys. I'm still on the cheap bourbons at the moment. <laughs> I've got a nice uh, quarter full Coke left over, so I'm not uh, that much fun this week. And I actually, I actually had a enough to drink last night. I had had our soccer presentations, so went there. I only had like four drinks or so, but it, it was a uh, it was enough. <laughs> Sometimes that can be more than enough. Yeah. I've got. I had a bucks bucks night last night, which wasn't, which is a little bit more tamer than I was expecting, but still. Oh yeah. Still a bit. Got a few bruises from paintball, but <laughs> at the moment I'm drinking a loophole brewing from halfway between Robe and Kingston. Very nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, like the, good. like getting around the local Aussies. It's always good, especially this local South Aussies. Hmm. Yeah, because like, I I, I want to go back to your last shift at your job dan did you did you make a big scene did you like say fucking hell i'm out of here this is the last <laughs> time i've had enough of you bastards and like yeah you put everything you hated about all your um all the people you worked with and all that or would you just sort of say see you later oh, bye oh he actually didn't quit it was his last shift because he burnt the place down exactly <laughs> and now there is no more business uh no um uh, as tempting as that was I figured I better better not burn the bridge in case I need to come back mm. in a few months for if, if the monetary situation gets dire. But yeah, still feel still feel like a weight off my shoulders. Yeah, no, that's good. It's always nice. Some like I've had it before when I've been finishing a job and been going to a net, another one after that or whatever. It's always nice to have some time off in between. Just get that catch your breath and relax a little bit. It's it can make it can be it can make all the difference. Yeah, because you're in a similar position at the moment, aren't you, Ash? Because you're trying to get back into South Australia. 
And uh, you uh, you're meant to yep. finish up your job, but since you're stuck there for the time being, you're still working. Yes, yes, I am is, still stuck. Is it awkward at all? Being like, yeah, you know, like you quit and stuff, but like you're just yeah, still well, hanging it around. Got, it got to the Thursday of my last week in air quotes, um, and my boss sent me an email saying just like all the stuff we have to go over before we finish. Like I got to give him back the van and the work phone and stuff, and I just replied to it, I was like, yeah. Can I stay a little bit longer? <laughs> <laughs> and I, he didn't care. He's happy. He, he, wants, he wants me to stay. So it's like, yeah, definitely go for it. Um, also, yeah. hello, buddy. We did see your message. How are you, my friend? Yes, buddy's a good, good mate of mine. So good to see him here. Hopefully entertaining for five minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> also, I've just got the, um, I've actually got the Facebook live video up on my phone just so I can see if anybody says anything in it. I can say there's a few people watching it, but I didn't know they do this. There's live subtitles and they're actually pretty accurate. I noticed that last mm. time uh, I went back and had a look afterwards just to see if it worked. And yeah, I, I uh, there was something Dan said, and I just completely butchered what he said, and, and, and it made <laughs> yeah, it like. I'm, now I want to test out these subtitles, dropping dropping in some sort of big word. Like <laughs> What's that? Um, disestablishmentarianism. That, um, that place in New Zealand that has like the longest place name out of anywhere in the world. <laughs> we got to like learn how to say that, so we can drop that and see the Facebook servers just something break. in Welsh or something. <laughs> yeah. Anything in Welsh, a Welsh word, Facebook <laughs> servers collapse. <laughs> Zuckerberg has just banned Welsh from Facebook. <laughs> now, I wasn't actually going to have a drink tonight because it's a Sunday and I have to get up early for work uh, through the week, but it's Brownlow night, so what the hell? Oh, yeah, you're going to be watching that? Mm. We will be watching this post-recording post session. That we will. It's the cut. The count starts at seven, so we got a bit of time. That's right. I don't mind if I miss the very start of it. Anyway, yeah. the red carpet. That's not a red carpet because of lockdown. <laughs> I couldn't care less about the red carpet personally. I know that's what a lot of people watch it just for that, and that's their thing. But yeah, I just I do not care. <laughs> yeah. What do you hope to get out of it tonight? Who Who do you want to see um, get it? Well, my team was meant to have some reasonable success this year and that didn't eventuate, but one of our players, Jack Steele from St Kilda, by the way, is a top three or top four favourite to win it and they reckon he's a serious chance as a smoky. So fingers crossed, but yeah, I I don't think he will. Um, He should finish top three though, which will be nice. Whereas my team is garbage. Mm -hmm, The Crows, Um, Yeah. (laughs) But uh, my tip for the night is Clayton Oliver from the Melbourne Demons, who I expect to be having a very good week this week. Well, I think Ollie Wines from Port Adelaide is actually the favourite, which I thought was surprising, but he has had a very solid year. I don't know if any of this means anything to you, Drew. but um, <laughs> Not much. Not much. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> I always just have this thing with Clayton Oliver where, like, he's a very good player, he's a bowl magnet, but he's just not... He, not... He's not a very effective player. Like, he doesn't have many effective disposals. I know he's, uh, I he's getting tackled he's, a lot, but he's, like, a very inside mid. He's, but... uh, he's turned that around a bit this year. Like, yeah, this I year he's going to win because he's going to pull a lot even in their loss in the their losses. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's I think he will as it. well. There's some there's some of the losses he might pull three, which doesn't happen he, often. He's definitely going to pull three in the loss they had to the Crows. 
But other than that, oh I mean, yeah, was well, that my point? Is that when Tex kicked that goal with like a yep. thirty back seconds in the, left? Back in, the, back in the good days, yeah, back when he wasn't banned for reasons we won't go into. Yeah. Anyway, any fo- will be. Mm. Yeah, I, I got I got close to uh, getting into the, the AFL this uh, this year. I was going to watch um actually the the semi final of Port and the Bulldogs, but I forgot about it and they got absolutely. Smoked anyway, yeah, so it wasn't worth. <laughs> I didn't feel too bad about missing it. That Port was... Adelaide are like my second favorite team because when I was I grew up in South Australia when I was young, mm. I went for them. I don't really know why I changed teams. I can't even remember, like, because I I used to watch it when I was really young. I had no idea what was going on, and yeah. then I didn't watch it for a very long time. And I got into it probably maybe in like two thousand six ish. Get into esports instead. <laughs> I know, Nato. I did used to follow a little bit of esports, but I don't know. It just never holds my attention for long <laughs> enough. But yeah, when I got back into it, for whatever reason, I started going for the Saints. But like Port Adelaide, still probably a close second for me. Yeah. And I was oh. watching that game wearing my Port Guernsey. I was so excited. Oh, and no. It yeah. didn't. Yeah. As- Half time, I wanted to go to bed, but I had to watch it all. I, I was on the on the hens hens weekend for that one with the uh, the other oh, bridesmaid right. port supporters, <laughs> yeah. and as a crow supporter, it was my duty to take extreme joy from that loss. <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got to take it where you can because I've got my to take God, it where I can. <laughs> it's always like um, I either you with that kind of thing, you either like there's this one of two like crosstown rivalry supporters there's the one that's just happy for anybody from their state to be in there and the one that hates anything to do with that team and wants them to lose in any endeavor involved and in south australia (laughs) it's almost always the second type yeah yeah yeah. adelaide crows support adelaide supporters are some of the fiercest rivalry i've ever seen i've seen i've seen videos of oh sorry you go just on a little tangent um Local footy team um, won their second premiership in three three years yesterday. Oh, nice! What what so, team is it? Uh, no, like Millicent. Oh yeah, yeah, I did see that they actually. Used to be garbage while we were growing up and Go now the, they're, they're calm won, the like, boys. Two or three years. I played for Millicent for six or seven months when I was living back there before I moved to Melbourne. They ended up losing in the. That was the year that A's. I was playing Resies. The A's won the first flag. I was playing. Uh, Rezies, and I think they lost in the second final, clearly because they didn't have me anymore. I was obviously <laughs> <laughs> obviously their star player. Yeah, you're just like, you play all the positions, you just run it wherever you want, kicking goals, doing defensive work. You're the ruck as well. Yeah, <laughs> that, that five foot ten ruckman, he just kills it. They got a good jump on you, what can you say? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. I, I I can't talk. I play um I play soccer and we get smashed every week. So I'm, yeah, just, I'm so used the, I'm so used to like not even being competitive. The, the Millicent soccer team is just like. Correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is they have just always been bad, and it seems like they always will be. Yeah. Well, until I leave, anyway. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we have see the happens. opposite effect on our sports team. Yeah, yeah, must, must. No, I reckon if I, I was rubbish, if you play, if you went to play AFL, your first game, you'd probably already be better than me. Uh, well, let, let's uh, let's see about that. I'll play some AFL, and I was like, well, Drew, you're not very good, but oh, you're better than Ash. <laughs> <laughs> you're really providing that guy a lot that the played for us for like six months, three years ago. You're better than him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you just play for six months? Did you? I guess that's the season. Is it? Yeah. No, months? it didn't. Um, 
so I didn't finish out the season because I moved to Melbourne in July. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's and then they eventually like went on into the finals to lose in the prelim because I wasn't there. Mm. <laughs> you should have come back. Not, yeah, that's it. I should have come back for finals. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess football is always one of those things I really want to sort of get into just so I can you know, get around the banter and stuff. But, you know, we've <laughs> talked about it before. I just, I don't know, just sport in general. I'm just sort of watching it going, cool. I like playing it. I like playing it. Yeah, I get that. A lot of people are like that. Like I know quite a few people that just like they love playing sport and they do actually play sports, but they never watch it. Yeah. It's even like, you know, NATO said in the chat, like get into esports. Even with that, like, I don't know, just like following players and like statistics and all that. I'm just, uh, I don't know, it doesn't do too much for me. I wish it, I wish it did. It's one of those. <laughs> when, I, when I was really into Overwatch a few years ago and they started the Overwatch League, mm. I was right into that at the beginning. Well, yeah. 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 There was an Australian player in it as well, like Scott Kennedy's name on the team was Custer. And I just like, I have started going out, going out. It's like <laughs> started going out with, him. <laughs> <laughs> going out with uh, Scott Kennedy. He's from Adelaide as well, actually. Um, cool. I started going for Dallas because he played for Dallas at the beginning. And so did a guy called XQC, who's just a, he's a bit of a dickhead, but he's like always pretty fun. Like he's one of those guys that's like, just like really outspoken and says some pretty nasty stuff. But it's also just like, you can't help but laugh at it. He's like one of those people. And yeah, eventually he got kicked out of the league for saying some nasty stuff and Custer moved to a different team. And I just team jumped as soon as he left. So yeah, I wasn't very um, committed, shall we say. And then Overwatch became shit. So I stopped having anything to do with it. I don't even, I don't think he even plays anymore. Heaps of the players have left because they all hate the game now. (laughs) And the developers still refuse to listen. Yeah, that's the that's the weird thing about esports as well. Like, you know, you got your sports where like the rules might shift over time depending on you know what's happening in the game. But with like a, a video game where it's been getting like patches and like game modes are coming in and out and different characters are being introduced, especially like in a like a whether it's a team based shooter or a hero shooter or something like that. Like, there's so many more variables and so much more sort of uh, I guess responsibility for the rules to be set place for it actually to be fun and competitive. So it's just like a, a completely different beast, even though um, in some industries it's been taken pretty like viewed similarly, I guess. Unless you're like you're you're talking about it getting into the, into the Olympics or something. Whereas I know that's been like, how, how do you guys feel about video games getting into the Olympics? Because like you know, I love I love games, and I think it's a great competitive sort of thing. But I don't see I don't see it being put into something like yeah, that. I, I can't see it happening. It's just too niche at this point. They're adding break dancing. Yeah. So um, I think it's honestly, I think it's something that probably will happen eventually. Like uh, just the way that the world is going, it probably will happen eventually. But uh, yeah, I think the same thing though. It is very niche and so many people would complain about it if it were added because uh, you know why I don't need to explain it. Um, yeah. I think that's another reason why, like, generally RTS and MOBA games dominate esports, just because like the changes that they bring up don't aren't that impactful. Like, they'll, the patches always seem very minor. The new characters, because there's so many characters, there's always like ways to deal with it and stuff like that. And I think, and yeah, also, they're just yeah. like they're the easiest games to keep balanced. And they don't have to keep adding new stuff or much new stuff to keep people going because they're just already so popular. Yeah, and also you'd have like you'd have pretty much have to pick one or two games to bring in instead of the 
thousands that are out there. Yeah, it is right. bringing it, Mario, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games <laughs> esports. That would be actually awesome. Beijing 2008 Olympics on Xbox 360. <laughs> <laughs> you can see um, them having like some like sponsorship thing where you know they want to make the most of the Olympic rights, so they actually try to advertise it by putting it in the Olympics <laughs> or something like that. Also, I actually yeah, think I the think Olympics it, have a thing where they're actually not allowed to have like like sponsorships deals in place. Like, yeah, yeah. venues have to be new- known by neutral names instead of like. Like if it was in Perth, it would be Perth like Olympic Stadium or Perth Stadium instead of Optus Stadium, mm. because that goes. Yeah, I think that's Olympic. like one of the reasons they always build a new stadium every time they have the Olympics, because like it has to have no no naming rights yet. So and it's also got to be purpose built for the Olympics, yeah, but that's so just also, another reason for it. So bringing in branded content like games into that is a that's a legal minefield. Yeah, unless it's uh, anything by ten cent because they own the world. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think as well, it, I think if they did add video games to the Olympics, it would probably be um, Dota and FIFA would be my guess is what that FIFA. would be. FIFA, that'll be a weird one because there's already like literally football in the Olympics. That, that, that's when it gets yeah, weird. I know. Like, that if, is when it gets weird. Yeah, if you put like, I don't know, something something like completely made up like Overwatch or something like that, that makes more sense. But when it's like people playing FIFA... <laughs> When there's like there might be actual football on in the next stadium at the same time. Dota over LOL. I think that like LOL probably has a bigger fan base as like a general fan base, like normal people, like consumers. But Dota is definitely much bigger in the competitive scene. Like the Dota Worlds is the by far the biggest esports world championship. Mm. It's got the, I think, the biggest sports prize pool in the world, the Dota Worlds. And it goes up every year. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Do you guys keep up with it much? I know Ashley said that you used to be into like the Overwatch League, but do you keep I, up with that stuff anymore? I No, not the Overwatch League. I couldn't care at all. Um, so I get into the uh, Dota worlds kind of when it's on. I don't really because I've never really played Dota. I don't really know what's going on, but it's still exciting because everybody else is just going wild. But, um, yeah, I don't really know what's going on, but it's still fun. <laughs> I've never been able to get into esports. No no particular reason. It's just it's just not my kettle of fish. Not even the one nah, the Crows I'd... bought, even though they bought the Crows? I did. I followed them on Twitter Football and I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> I just remember, like, the, the commentators or something, Ben. Um, it was during a game and the commentators, the esports team must have rocked up to watch the Crows play. And they're all up in the stadium, and the commentators were like, "Oh, look at those bloody esport nerds oh, up there!" Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, "Oh my that. god!" It was <laughs> Brian Taylor who has a history of saying shit like that, and he's just a dickhead. I he is a do tool. not like Brian Taylor. He's he's a joke. Who's he think he, he is? is? He's a like joke. a high school jock. But like, oh, these bloody nerds. That's exactly <laughs> how he acts. He's such is a knob. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I think it's time to crack some firsts. Well, I reckon it's time to crack some firsts as well, Dan. Oh, so we all got a beer. Let's crack it. Crack. Mine's mine's not beer, but it'll mine's do. half drunk. Yeah, mine's like a half drunk thing of coke too, but it is what it is. All right, who wants to go first? Try and crack well, these firsts. Preamble. I've actually got a round that ties in quite nicely, so I think I'll take take the first round. Excellent. Excellent. Go for it. All right. Story number one. New York Mets manager Bobby Valentine gets ejected. Where's disguise to return to the dugout? <laughs> Story number two. 
Overconfident Port Adelaide supporter sends taunting letter to Demons <laughs> captain Max Gorn about the grand final ahead of their crushing preliminary final defeat. And story number three. NFL superstar Pat Mahomes announces plan to invest half his annual $40 million salary into new cryptocurrency Kansas City coin angers Elon Musk. <laughs> um, well, I know one of those is true just yeah, because I saw I figured it. you would. So I'll let you go first, Drew, so I don't, oh, spoil your de- so I I don't also, spoil- make your decision easier. If you would like to hear any more about any of these stories, let me know. Um, yeah, it's going to be a hard one because I don't follow sports at all, like we just said. So um, all sports related, my i got no idea what's real or uh, not real because I, I can't even be like, oh, well, this person usually is, you know, he's got this type of personality. So that seems like out of character. i got no idea. It means nothing to me. <laughs> um, so let me know. I want to know about the Elon Musk and why he's so upset. All right. Star Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Pat Mahomes is branching out into the wild world of crypto, announcing plans to launch a new Kansas City-themed currency. Mahomes, who makes $40 million US annually, has launched the Kansas City coin into direct competition with Bitcoin and Dogecoin and taken a shot at billionaire Elon Musk in the process. Musk better start investing in KC coin. Those internet memes aren't going to get him to space anymore, said the entrepreneurial Mahomes. Musk replied by Twitter, saying he's stunned that a gridiron player can even understand the finer points of crypto through all those concussions. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I certainly hope that that one is true. So do I. That's pretty funny. I wish Ash would just go first. I have any gives me a bit of a hint. (laughs) I can't even say like, because I've obviously just by saying that Drew now knows that I don't know that that one is true. Mm-hmm. I can't say which one I want to hear about because it'll give away which one I do know is, <laughs> yeah, is true. Yeah, so I'm going to let you ask all the questions, Drew. All right. Um, remind what the first one is again. The first one is the New York Mets manager, Bobby Valentine, gets ejected from the game and then he re- wears a disguise to return to the dugout. Yeah, I could say that being real. Could, is there any... Like, like the dugout. What is the dugout? The dugout is basically it's like the, it's, yeah, the it's bench. Yeah, it's like the bench for... Uh, I didn't say softball, baseball. Right, okay. It's, I think actually it is the same for softball, but this is for baseball. Would you yeah. like to hear more about New York Mets manager Bobby Valentine? Sure, sure. 18 years ago today, Valentine's Mets were locked in a tense extra innings matchup with the Toronto Blue Jays. The teams were tied 3-3 three to three at the top of the 12th. I have no idea what any of that scoring means because it's baseball. With <laughs> Shannon Stewart on first and Craig Grebeck at the plate against Pat Mahomes. Ah, uh, yes. Stewart darted for a second on a steal attempt and Mark Piazza tried to throw him out. The result was chaos. Home plate umpire Randy Marsh ruled that Piazza went too far in front of the plate to catch the ball and called interference. That call put Grebeck and Stewart on first and second. Valentine was furious and argued with Marsh only to find himself ejected. Uh, the game, so blah, blah, blah. The game continued, and before long, a familiar face emer- re-emerged in the Mets' dugout. Bobby Valentine, wearing a cap, sunglasses, and a fake moustache. 
All right. Well, you got very in depth uh, news articles there, Dan. So you've gone and written one up, but assumably, you cheeky bastard. I've been channeling our our missing brother Tom this week. <laughs> yeah. Gone, but not forgotten. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess, should we just round it out? Just make you do three? We shall <laughs> round it out. Uh, Melbourne captain Max Gorn has revealed a letter sent to him by an overly optimistic Port Adelaide fan warning him of the Power's allegedly upcoming grand final victory. Yeah. The Ruckman received the letter on Friday posting it on his Instagram story and showing just how confident this power supporters of preliminary final and flag success. Calling the demons children, the letter said they had better be training really hard by because the time they receive this, the mighty Port Adelaide will have belted the red, white, and blue puppies off the Adelaide Oval. <laughs> Port Adelaide went on to lose the preliminary final by 71 points. <laughs> I like the guts to send it out early, Gorn said in his Instagram ca- caption. Yeah, you know what? I believe, I do believe that one. Um, just, but that's probably why you made it too. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe, maybe you made, since you're a big Crow supporter, you would have made some, like, just the Port Adelaide fans be, uh, uh, you th- you're thinking stupid. it's a red herring, are you, Drew? <laughs> Don't know. It could be. You, you... I can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with the. I'm just going to go with number one. Ash cancelled out the last one for me, and that sound. Like, I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know my sports, right. but I'm going to so go with number one. Number one. I'm going to eagerly see what Ash says. And if no, he... I didn't, can- I didn't cancel out the third one for you. I said I didn't know if it was true or not. Yeah. Well cancel out enough anyway <laughs> but the one that i do know is true is it is the letter and i've seen the letter and it is it is quite funny it is um, quite humorous <laughs> the, so i'm gonna go for number one as well purely based on the names that oh. we used in it because i don't know if this is just a coincidence but you said one of the names in it was randy marsh who was the, the dad from south park <laughs> Stan's dad, so yeah, I don't know if maybe okay. this guy just happens to have the same name, but I'm going to go purely based on that and nothing else. Well, that is purely a coincidence. There is no Kansas City coin. Oh, the no. Three. <laughs> Elon Musk is not angrily tweeting at NFL players. See, I actually, oh. I did actually think that that one was going to be the furphy because I know I would have heard of Elon Musk making that tweet if it had happened, <laughs> but it was the Randy Marsh bit that really threw me. It just, I was like, surely not. <laughs> uh, well done, Dan. Ah, uh, you see? Now that's a frothy That was a frothy furth. Well done. It was indeed. You got us. <laughs> and nice write-ups too. Jesus Christ. All right. got, a, got a channel, Tom, while he's not here. Yeah, absolutely. The right. joke that you came up for Elon was brilliant. <laughs> it's definitely something I could see him tweeting. <laughs> Maybe if he ever sees yeah. this, he'll, he'll um, employ you as a writer. You won't need to find a new hospo job. <laughs> give me that. Give me those million dollars, Elon. Elon <laughs> give me, give me all price. the doge. <laughs> Have the pod father and the doge father can be part of the potty. <laughs> I wish I was the right, Drew. You want me Would to go you... next? Oh, I was just going to say, do you want to go next or do you want me to? Um, I'll go next. I'll go next. All right. Get my computer up over here. 
So, uh, first story. I've actually got a few here, so I'm going to choose on the fly. Um, Doctor warns you should never drink coffee first thing in the morning. Uh, I'm going to throw in another. I'm going <laughs> to just just make sure you put in one that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> just just like, give us three real ones. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. Um, don't know. Is that is that against the rules? Have we set official Crack and Furfies <laughs> rules here? Um, I don't know. There, must there be at are least official one rules in each pool, but it would be yeah. quite. <laughs> I don't know. It would be quite discourteous of you to put in be. three real stories. Yeah, so like, yeah, I'll get a slap on the wrist. Like, all right, boys, that's uh, that's enough. All right, that's uh, <laughs> Tom in the Facebook chat plot twist. All our furfies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we can. We don't need to channel him anymore. He's here with us in spirit. <laughs> so I'm going to mix them up a bit here because I had some different themes. So we're going to mix them up. So yeah, we've got the. We've got the doctor warning you should never drink coffee first thing in the morning. And I'm going to mix it in with a, a gaming story. So Nintendo Switch gets a price drop in America. And last but not least, Ikea's new gaming collection looks pretty good. So Ikea has a gaming collection. So what do we think here, boys? Uh, okay. I would like um, to hear about... I don't know that any of these are true, by the way. Because I seem to know a lot of them when they come up. This is, I don't know any of these. I got um, him. I got him, everyone. <laughs> no, uh, I would like to personally, I would like to hear more about the IKEA one. Is that like, are they bringing out actual games or is it like game related furniture? No. So they're basically bringing out, you know, um, chairs, desks, coffee tables, all that type of thing regarding And a gaming. simulator where you can assemble the furniture on your PS5 or Xbox. X, new Xbox. Yeah, well, no, there's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's trying to weave his own furfies into your furfies. <laughs> yeah, we can't have a we can't have furfy on furfy. It's just uh, <laughs> it gets way too bitter. The beer's well, just. Did you see what Tom just said in the chat. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what we got here. Man bites dog. Dog files lawsuit and marries man's ex-wife. <laughs> Tom is derailing our furfies. He's too good. He's getting us even when he's not playing. <laughs> no, that's that's a true story. Uh, you know, man. <laughs> that man, was definitely true. Next story. Man lost his wife to his dog because the dog's just so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> the goodest of boys. <laughs> Furception. All right. I would like, yeah, I would sorry, like to yeah. hear more about this doctor saying you can't have coffee first thing in the morning. Because as someone who does drink a coffee first thing in the morning, every morning, I am I'm very angry at that. <laughs> How dare they? Yeah, so basically, I haven't read this story at all, just to let you know. But I haven't read any of the stories, to be honest, except for the uh, you know Nintendo one, which I have to cover on the other podcast. But basically, um, if you're one of the millions of people who can only crawl out of bed in order to drag yourself down to the kitchen for a fresh cup of coffee, you're certainly not alone. So many of us feel like you can't even function, let alone speak to anyone or get any work done until we've had that sweet cup of joe. However, it turns out, we've all gotten the wrong. In actual fact, we should be getting our bodies to naturally do the work. Speaking to BBC's Morning Live, Dr. Karen... Dr. Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Did did you put your mum up to this room? Dr. Karen. (laughs) Uh, No, she's still studying. She's not a doctor yet. Um, Famed for sharing his... uh, Sharing for sharing health tips on TikTok. Well, good doctor. Um, warned with absolutely, we shouldn't be drinking coffee first thing in the morning. 
quote, don't drink coffee first thing in the morning to wake you up, he said. In a clip which was later shared to his TikTok, quote, your body naturally wakes up with your uh, cholesterol. Uh, you get it. You get a cholesterol spike in the morning, end quote. Instead, instead, Dr. Karen suggests saving that caffeine hit until later up in the morning once those natural cholesterol level, levels reduce and you're left with little energy slump. There you go. So basically, yeah. Which which makes sense. Like f- for me, I always have like a – if I have caffeine, it's usually in a Coke or um, something like that or even a coffee at lunchtime. I never wake up with coffee. I just sort of – I just take a long time to wake up <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> I actually don't drink coffee, so this one doesn't mean that much to me. But I think that scientifically that seems to make sense. Hey, don't get fucked. That's <laughs> straight from Dan's mouth. Also, I yep. see uh, – Kenan Hutchings, what good hey, friend Kenan. of mine from many I haven't spoken to in quite a while, says, get a haircut, Ash. <laughs> Thank you, Keenan. Duly noted. He, does, um, he doesn't need one. He's got a hat. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what the hat's for. I could hide all my hair in it if I had to. All right, so mine's in IV. <laughs> mine's in an oven drip. <laughs> <laughs> I think off, by the sounds of it, that scientifically makes sense because I know that you're like your body produces, your brain produces melatonin to make you sleep. And when you flick the lights on in the morning, it's actually meant to like cue your brain to turn the melatonin off. It's normally meant to be done by the sun, but the lights is like artificial sun, obviously. Yeah. But also shared to TikTok. This stuff is definitely not doing too well. I th- everybody shares stuff to TikTok <laughs> these days. Would you prefer him make you pay for his medical advice? <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer to get it not in the form of a 10-second video. Oh, yeah, well, that's fair. So, scientifically to me, that makes sense. Uh, what about the middle one? That's the only one we the haven't switch. heard about. Yeah, the switch is the getting price a drop. price drop in, a, in the States. So, basically, to match the brand new model that's coming out uh, early next month, the Switch OLED model, the current model is uh, getting a price reduction in the US down to 200 and. Uh, 60 bucks. What does it say here? Yeah, 260 bucks in the States. So down from 300 Oops. to clear out for the next model. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> I just got a um, message in my Twitch just quickly. Quick tangent uh, from one of my friends saying, "Hey, Dingus, you're still in Discord." So everybody in the Discord's just listening. <laughs> <laughs> G'day, Discord. How you going? That's awesome. Uh, they couldn't hear you guys. I was just talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's wicked. That is great. Lucky nobody else started talking though. Otherwise, that would have gotten real confusing. <laughs> the voices in my head are never usually this loud. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's right. You're like, what the fuck? Like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> who's just invaded the stream? <laughs> All right. Um, so what do you reckon? Any more information, guys, to make your decisions? Uh, I'm no, going to go with, uh, yeah, I'm I gonna go with lock in Ikea. I'm going to... I think I'm going to go for Ikea as well. I feel like the doctor thing just seems like a very 2021 thing to happen, and it sounds scientifically like it makes sense. Plausible enough. Yeah, bio- biologically it makes sense to me, but I'm not a biologist, so I could be <laughs> very wrong. All right, so that's your decision? Yep. Yep. Um, the Furfy was number two, the Switch getting a oh! price reduction. Oh. oh, you threw me when you said you had to cover it for the House of Mario. I was like, okay. We did. It's getting a price reduction in the UK and Europe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you dogs. Sneaky, sneaky but nowhere else. <laughs> um, because there's... 
this uh, basically the Americans in like Australia and that are sort of waiting like, are we going to get a price reduction? But uh, it's not going to be the case. I think it's just to level out the uh, inflation that's uh, supposedly happened with the the pound and the euro over over there. So, yeah. So, yeah. Fair enough, fair Don't enough. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. So, I guess I, I care. I actually don't know much about this either. I'm sort of like, I looked at the pictures and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> so, this is a, a, if you want to hear about it, it's from Kotaku. You want me to read it to you? Yeah, just give us like a quick first yeah. paragraph rundown summary. or something. Um, so, in, in collaboration with ASUS, uh, ROG, um, in October, IKEA is going to be going to release a new collection called the Gaming Range, which will include everything from chairs to accessories to desks and uh, storage solutions. While some of the stuff simply exists, IKEA exists. Uh, IKEA product given a gamer facelift. Um, other items are heavily customized or even just a new collab. So they're just yeah. Just doing a gaming range at IKEA, which is interesting because they got like um like the self-raising table and stuff, but they put like you know all the gamer lights and shit on it. <laughs> I have seen them, yeah. So yeah, because I was at, I was at IKEA, I was looking for desks, but I ended up um just getting one off Facebook Marketplace. But I actually really like the raising desk. I'd like to like stand it up and like actually stand up and all that. But I'm not at the computer enough to actually warrant that. I don't work it on a computer or anything, so. I bought a new desk kind of recently from Officeworks. I got it from in the end, and yeah. it's like a it's it says it's a gaming desk. It's literally just a flat desk. It's got some lights on either side, and I didn't even like plug the lights in when I built it. It's like I am never going to use these, but I couldn't find a desk that was like as big as what I wanted without lights. They just everything <laughs> is RGB these days. There's no other options. Yeah. So the lights are on the desk, but they're not like wired up. They're not plugged in. I like the idea of having like a like lights like projected on, on like a white wall for your background and stuff. But just like putting them everywhere, this looks a bit looks a bit much. Yeah, see, yeah, like overkill. when mm. I got my PC built, this is many years ago now, but I think this is when RGB was starting to become really big, and like I was getting it quoted. And the guy was like, so what kind of case do you want and lights and stuff? I was like, give me a solid to black case that you cannot even see into and I do not want any lights. Mm. He was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I do quite like lights and stuff like in the, but when it's just like rainbow and you're having a seizure, like that's when it's like, you know, come come down there. Just too much. Pick, too some, much. pick some colors, pick a theme. It doesn't have to be bloody, I don't know. You're not a unicorn looking for the end of the rainbow. You know, it's like, oh, I finally found it. And it's just a bloody keyboard. <laughs> that's, what, that's what was at the end of the rainbow. Yeah, so I got, I've got like a um, an expensive keyboard too. It's like a Corsair one and mm. it's obviously RGB and mechanical as they all are these days. First thing I did, it, did with it as soon as I plugged it in was turn off the lights. <laughs> it's just like, it is kind of cool. And if I was using it as like some form of display or something, I would have it on. But it's just annoying when you're like trying to use it for other things. Yeah. It types for him. <laughs> I've got a self-playing keyboard. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds handy, actually. I'll buy that. <laughs> Just it's like- actually typing the subtitles on our Facebook Live video. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Shall we get into my furfies then? Absolutely. We shall. Okay. So I've done, I've channeled my inner Tom as well, and I've done mini write-ups. Oh, fuck. I haven't, just so you know, I haven't added too much information to them because I don't want it to become too obvious if they're true or fake by like there being too much or not enough info. Mm-hmm. Okay. So- there's both there's both rounds are themed. You, the first one is sports themed. 
Oh, no. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> so, okay, number one. Football referee yellow cards Kaka and then takes selfie with the Brazilian legend. Story number two. Going too far. Apology issued for too long Brighton Marathon. And story number three. Man claims to have never skied before wins regional championship without ever touching the snow. That's awesome. <laughs> um, so I know. I also know one of these is true. Oh, fucking hell, I, Dan. I so, think I Drew. saw your face light up at the one that it was as well, so I know which one that you know is true. <laughs> I love the Drew? idea of someone, um, someone winning the race with, like, not even gone skiing before. I like to think that would be me. I've never touched the snow before. <laughs> I've never gone skiing or anything, so... Um, look, I hope I hope that's real because that gives chance to me. I might be a fucking wicked skier and I don't even know it. <laughs> so who knows? I didn't, Would you I, like to hear more about that one? Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, so I don't know how to say this guy's name, so I'm probably going to butcher it. Swedish man Eric Iljans, Iljans, who claims to have never skied before, has taken out the FIS Regional Freestyle Aerial Championship Tournament despite never touching the snow. Eric was due to complete... Com- compete last out of all competitors but in bizarre circumstances all other skiers have been disqualified on their first runs leaving eric the only competitor eligible for the grand pri- grand prize of 75,000 swedish krona which is roughly $12,000 australian nice that's not a bad weekend eh no especially <laughs> if you don't actually do anything <laughs> i did try to find it to add to my write up in the article but it's not written in there i don't know why he actually registered to compete if he's never skied before i assume it was some form of joke but i don't know it'd be, it'd be cool if it was just like a dare by someone yeah like, yeah just do it and it's like you know you're gonna break your leg it's gonna be hilarious haha <laughs> <laughs> but they end up winning just do it for the lols yeah. Would you like to hear about the either of the other ones? I'll hear about number two. I actually didn't understand what that meant when you said it. <laughs> now, now that's a Bradbury says, but that's it absolutely Bradbury. Is. Okay, so number two, I thought you might ask about because the title doesn't make it very obvious. Mm. Uh, runners who took on the Brighton Marathon nearly went the extra mile after organisers said the course was too long. In a statement on Facebook, they said, we would like to apologise to our marathon participants that the course today measured 568 metres too long. Jesus. So they made him run an extra over half a kilometre after finishing a full marathon. <laughs> Very harsh. Very I did harsh. I did something similar, like in just a casual run. We, um, I was going for runs in a just like a casual running group um, here in town and we went in the pines and they, had, they laid out cones, but there must have been one which was just like hidden a bit. So I couldn't actually, I didn't actually know where I was going at all when I was uh, doing it. So... I, I got a phone call from Chantel being like, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm still running. I was just, I was off. I was just, I would have kept on going and going and going until I actually. Just like know, the Duracell bunny. Yeah. Until I died, probably just like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. How long's this course? It's like 20 Ks or something like that. But legend says Drew's still out there running. He's actually recording <laughs> while running. That's what the wind you can hear is. <laughs> all right. Would you like to hear about the last one? Might as well. Might as well. May as about well. Okay, I didn't write much up about this one because it's pretty self-explanatory. A referee made an unusual intervention during a star-studded charity football match when she yellow-carded Kaka, the Brazilian legend, so she could get a selfie with him. That's all it is. I don't. I didn't read too much into it, but I, according to this, she actually gave him the yellow just so she could give get the <laughs> selfie. Yeah. 
That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, well, wouldn't you? No, you wouldn't actually if you were a professional referee. Yeah, yeah just like, oh, I really want to, really want to, <laughs> a photo with Messi. Uh, red card, <laughs> get over here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, all right, can I have a photo? Actually, while you're here, so fuck off, you bastard. You gave me a red card I for nothing. Like if I, I will like rescind it. this red card if you take a selfie with me. I, <laughs> yeah. I like the idea that it could like extend beyond referees as well, like police arresting people to get <laughs> selfies with <laughs> Yeah, all these like um, you can imagine like these like fifteen year old girls. They're like all policemen. They're arresting uh, J- Justin Bieber <laughs> or, something, <laughs> or something like that. It's just like, what the hell's going on here? You, you, you're still kids. How do you how do you become a policeman? So, oh well, we're very dedicated. We're big fans. <laughs> we just wanted to uh, get in there. All right, so I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You're thinking. Uh, well, barely. I was just laughing at what Tom said in the chat. Ash would make a citizen's arrest on OJ. Uh, who's I, OJ? One of <laughs> one of my new thing. Well, it's not really new anymore, but something that I've just started doing for absolutely no reason is I just keep making jokes about OJ Simpson lately. <laughs> okay, OJ Simpson. Yeah, I thought it might have been like a mate or someone. <laughs> <laughs> no, old mate OJ. Old mate OJ. Um, so number one. Could be, could be. Number two, I don't know about number two. I think that could be real. And just remind me number three. What was number three again? Uh, number three was the skier. It was the skier. Skier who never touched the snow. I hope that's real. I'm going to go, I'm going to go number one. I'm, I think I'm wrong, but I'll go number one. What about you, Dan? Dan, would you like to share which one you know is is, is true? <laughs> Here we go. Drew, you've made a poor decision. Yeah. <laughs> I usually do, Dan. I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the marathon. The marathon being too far. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that's a bridge too far. <laughs> it's a bridge to Terabithia. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, it's not because the bridge to Terabithia is like about a fake place. That story is true. There was no Swedish man who won a tournament without touching the snow. Oh, there's no hope for Drew then. <laughs> Take up <out> the skiing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. See, Unfortunately not. I got too personal. I just cancelled that one out because I'm like, oh, it's got to be true. Please be true. <laughs> it gives me hope <laughs> for the future. Yeah, look, you know, I'm not I'm not like the fucking best soccer player or anything like that. I, I'm good long distance and all that, but there could have been a different calling out there for me, boys. Skiing. <laughs> but oh, maybe not. Maybe it will take a bit more dedication for just rocking up. <laughs> oh, well, it is what it is. Well done, Ash. Ah, uh, you see? Now that's a frothy furf. That's a frothy furf. God, that's just... Froth spurting everywhere <laughs> from that one. <laughs> so much head. Oh god, you can't you can't get enough. You gave head me on so much. I gave you so much head that the froth's going everywhere, boys. Oh, just. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Dan. If you your furfies, it's nice and yeasty. It's full of full of wheat. <laughs> so. On the top of uh, near the top of list of sentences, I never thought I would hear today was <laughs> "It's nice and yeasty, Dan." <laughs> but continue All right, right along. <laughs> Tom Tom says take up competitive <laughs> podcasting. I don't know what competitive podcasting is, and but I know that we would win it. Oh, we will take the gold. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk your ear off. Just uh, yeah, is that what it is? Just like you have someone just st- listening to it until that ear start bleeding. All right, we win. <laughs> <laughs> well, with my voice, it wouldn't take long. Yeah, also, can I just can I just point out 
Ash the Silly Goose is wearing a goose shirt now after he... I am too, actually. <laughs> goose he's got a, he's got a theme going. Very nice. Where'd you get the, where'd you get that from? <laughs> goose shop? Uh, <laughs> well, this is awkward. My ex-girlfriend gave it to me. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. It's not actually that awkward. It was a it was a lovely gift. It's um if you've played Untitled Goose Game, that you get the bell at the end of the game, but he's also dressed as um one of the members of My Chemical Romance from the film clip of Welcome to the Black Parade. <laughs> very, very niche, and I love it. Yeah, that's a really yeah, that's, that is a very good shirt for a silly goose. Yeah. Cool. All right. Are we gonna do round two or what's the what's the I go here, boys? Have I have I a second round written up if we if we want to power through it pretty quickly. Yeah, let's go for it. We're having fun here. What do, what do you right. think, Podfather? All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get into it, boys. All right, all right, all right, all right. So I'll I'll step back up to the plate. Yep. That is up. Story story number one. Moose stops flights at Oslo's Gardamoan Airport. <laughs> Story number two. Whale spontaneously explodes on a Taiwanese street. Ooh. Why the fuck and- was it on the street? <laughs> Continue, sorry. And story number three. South African Airways pilot resigns over a fake license. I'm going to assume Ash wants to hear more about story number two. Yeah, please. <laughs> the decomposing remains of a 60-ton sperm whale have exploded on a busy Taiwanese street. Carrying <laughs> cars with blood and organs and stopping traffic for hours, local newspapers said. The 17-metre dead whale had been on a truck headed for an autopsy at a university earlier in the week when gases from internal decay caused its entrails to explode in the southern city of Tainan. The whale had died after it was beached on the southwestern coast of the island. Heck. <laughs> that is wild. I, I wanted I was going to say I hope that's true, but then I was like, wait, no, I don't. Why would I hope that's true? That's horrible. But that's wild is all I will say. Nature is wild. Yeah, because, <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys have approached a dead whale before. There was one washed up on the beach uh, years ago at this point, and uh, word got out. So, oh, this uh, this is a dead whale. And for some reason, um, my, like, my mum and a couple of friends like, oh, let's go and have a look, you know, go for a drive and have a look. Okay, why not? But all, all we got was just just <laughs> the, the smelliest bloody thing we, we've, I've ever smelled my whole life. It's like, imagine a rotting fish. It's like, poor, that stinks. Poor. Oh, it's, a bit, it's a bit much and you walk away. But a dead whale is just, as you would imagine, on a different it's level. It's a rotting fish times 150. Oh, times a thousand. It's just like the worst <laughs> thing I've ever smelled. And we didn't even get close to it. We're probably like still like two Ks away from it. <laughs> it just stank. So just the idea of this whale just exploding. I'm just, <laughs> just like all over like shop windows and that. That's all, that's all I'm imagining. Probably a bit more extreme than it actually was, but it would just stink out the town so much. Yeah, just in the chat, Thomas McRobert <laughs> tears out passport page to and from Taiwan. Hmm. Something you'd like to tell us, Thomas? There was dynamite in the whale. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I would also like to hear if I could about story number one, please. Story number one was the moose at the airport. Moose at the airport, that sounds, that sounds plausible. <laughs> <laughs> International flights were significantly significantly delayed last Thursday as a small herd of moose took up residence on the tarmac at Gardamoan Airport. 
The moose herd was spotted entering airport through a gap in the northern fence around 6 a.m. before meandering around the edge of the western run runway and endangering flight traffic. Avanor, the company that controls Gardamoan, made the call to delay all incoming and outgoing flights until the moose herd could be safely relocated. Flights to destinations such as New York JFK Airport and Copenhagen were delayed by up to eight hours. Animal control were able to successfully remove the moose herd around midday, and flights were able to resume short shortly after. Incoming flights were diverted to nearby smaller airports for the duration of the incident. Hmm. Just very quickly, two quick tangents. Uh, if the plural of goose is geese, is the plural of moose mace? No. No, it's not. It's just moose, but I always think that the word meese sounds really funny. It does. Um, another quick tangent. This is just something that I know for one reason or another. Did you know that moose uh, eat stuff out of like a river or like the sea? They'll dive into yes. the sea yes. and eat things off of the sea floor, like when it's not that deep. Actually, but because would... of this action, moose are actually one of the prey items on the menu of a killer whale. I, I actually watched, I think we may have watched a similar YouTube video in the, in the <laughs> recent past. Isn't that just the most bizarre thing you would ever think? Like moose getting eaten by killer whales. Very weird. Also killer whale, not a whale. It's a dolphin. It's a yeah. killer dolphin. I mean, it'd be a good snack for a, a killer whale because I'll, I'll be sick of bloody penguins and seals and that. Just all like fat. <laughs> so, what is this? But you get a moose. I'll be... Be pretty good apart from the antlers, like getting that stuck in you. Nice, nice juicy <laughs> bit of game. Yeah, a bit different. A bit different on the menu. Probably a bit. Nice. Uh, you get some prime cuts from the moose, I reckon. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, would you like to hear about the South African pilot? I would like to hear about the South African pilot. I hope I'm never on his plane. <laughs> <laughs> a pilot has resigned from the South African Airways, SAA, after flying for more than 20 years with a fake license. <laughs> 20 years, holy shit. 20 years. SAA said it discovered William Chandler's paperwork was forged after a reportable incident during a flight from South Africa to Germany. The airline has filed criminal charges and is seeking millions of rand from Mr. Chandler. A safety officer at the SAA has also been suspended for allegedly trying to cover up the forgery. Yeah, well... Hmm. After these 20 stories, years, these I'd stories. say he's basically got a, a proper license, you'd think. <laughs> yeah, he's done the hours. These stories are all very believable. Hmm. But which one is fake? I'm going to let Ash go first because he's making me go first all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hear, I've heard stories of doctors that have been practicing on fake medical licenses before. So it sounds very plausible that somebody would do that. Uh, the moose one, again, very plausible. I think moose are like that. They're like kangaroos in Australia. They're that common that they're considered pests. Mm -hmm. Uh, the whale one also believable, but I just, I kind of feel like I would have heard about that if it did happen. So I'm going to go with number two, the whale. Yeah, for me, for me, it's the whale or the pilot. Um, Another poor decision in the saga of my life I'm going to make right here, boys. <laughs> but I'm going to go number three, just to be different to Ash, round it out a bit. Oh, you see? Well, that's a frothy firth. Which one? Story Mine. number one. 
Oh. Fucking asshole. Um, you got us by getting two real obscure ones and one that was just like super plausible. <laughs> um, so uh, actually, when you were going on about the whale and dynamite, um, do you listen to the dollop at all? I do not. Um, no. So that is story, like odd and ex- obscure stories from American history. There was a town in Oregon. Oh, I, I do. That I know this story. They blew it up with dynamite, and, and it, it went, went extremely everywhere. Poorly. Yeah, I, I, it were like crushed, like whale remains, crushed cars in the parking lot near yep. the whale and stuff. That was nuts. Well, how did they think that would work? Yeah, I th- well, they thought it would just go poof into like mist. I think it did so, not. So it's just like just chunks <laughs> rain the in, sky. Was it in Maine, in Oregon? I think. I can't remember. Some, like somewhere that. on the like coastal Oregon. Yeah. And All right. Well, you, you got us good with that one. Yeah, you got us. I, that then. was the only one that I was like not going to pick at all. <laughs> so you really got us good. Yeah. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a seem like chumps out here, which I am. But Ash, he's the one who should be really offended. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely am a chump, and don't you dare say otherwise. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, Ash, you go first before me. Oh, we're going to mix up the order. Yeah, okay. we're going to mix up the order a bit. So story number one, the headline is, Who Needs Batman? Rat-eating heron is the hero New York needs right now. Story number... Oh, this one's an animal theme, by the way. Story number two. Elderly man in hospital after being swarmed by aggressive geese and ducks whilst trying to feed them. Ash, and why would you do that to him? <laughs> uh, story number three. Leopard attacks model in German photo shoot. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, see, this here, I always like... Um, oh, I better not say that. Makes it sound like a- <laughs> <laughs> I was going like violence against animals. No, yeah, it made it sound like oh, oh, I really like um, violence against people. So, no, I definitely don't. But number three, please, Ash. Give us some more context. Oh, Tom in the chat is leveling me currently. All right. (laughs) So number three, the leopard attacks model in German photo shoot. A 36-year-old model has been mauled by a leopard during a photo shoot that went wrong at a retirement home for show animals in eastern Germany. The woman described as an animal lover... The woman described as an animal lover as well as a photo model. Sorry, I'm just struggling to read what I've written down. Suffered serious head injuries inside an enclosure that is home to two leopards, Troy and Paris. Police said she was taken to hospital on Tuesday with serious injuries. Hmm. I would like to hear about the the honk too strong. (laughs) The honk too strong. Pardon me. So, elderly man in hospital after being swarmed by aggressive geese and ducks whilst trying to feed them. A 76-year-old man was attempting to go for a leisurely stroll and to feed the ducks in Hyde Park in London. The animals became far too competitive in trying to claim the elderly man's food offerings and began to swarm him. Witnesses reported that two geese joined the swarm. The man is recovering from minor injuries in hospital, mostly due to falling down as the animals swarmed. I mean, geese geese are generally very angry animals, so... Ducks are just as bad. Ducks are dicks. (laughs) (laughs) I like ducks. I like ducks, though. They're satanic. Yeah, at least they're cute. Like a a goose, like it's... No, like a real goose is cute. Have you seen a goose's mouth? Because those things were created by Satan. Yeah. They've got like devil teeth in their beaks. They've got teeth in their beaks. They've got teeth on their tongues. 
Yeah, it's disgusting. It <laughs> no is bueno. horrible. No bueno. I have um in one of my Discord channels, I have a, one of the emotes is just a goose with its mouth open, like looking real angry, and it's horrible. <laughs> and there's another one where somebody's turned the goose's head into like the alien's head from Alien, and it's got like the tongue coming out of its mouth and the other mouth on it. <laughs> anyway, would you like to hear about the rat-eating heron? A heron, yes. This one's really short because, again, very self-explanatory. A hungry great blue heron is being hailed as a hero in New York for handling one of the city's most thankless tasks, rat disposal. Is There was a video on the article of a heron flying past like a, I think it was like a creek or something and eating a rat out of the water. It was pretty wild. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking number two is real because it made me sad, so... <laughs> Well, no, I know I how to trick you week in, week out. Sad story. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so it made me sad. It must be a furphy. <laughs> <laughs> the world is a depressing place. <laughs> it really is. All right, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. The heron signal. <laughs> Sorry, just still laughing at Tom. Oh gosh. I'm going to follow Dan's example. If I can't uh, pick him myself, I'll just copy someone else. <laughs> That's where I'm going here. So, so yeah, between number one and three, I'm gonna go. I'm thinking I'm gonna go number three. The leopard attacking the model. Not with any confidence, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Drew? Mm, I don't know. I want to follow Dan, but I don't want to do that one. I don't want to do that one. I can. <laughs> Because it's like a real-life animal, you know, they're dangerous animals. You can't just uh, model next to them and be a bloody a goose like that. Um, my, my thinking is number one seems too small scale. Yeah, I'm going to go number two. Number two. You're going to go for the ducks and geese. Sure. All right. I can confirm that Drew has picked the furphy. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> So the sad, well, actually two and three were both pretty sad, but the saddest <laughs> one is an elderly man being attacked while trying to feed the animals who's he's being attacked by. But yeah, that didn't happen. So you can sleep a little bit easier tonight, Dan. That's a, that's a breath of relief. <laughs> <laughs> that's that poor, poor man. But the heron one, yeah, we can indeed go to the heron signal because this heron is the hero we need. <laughs> but not the hero we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my round should be nice and quick. Maybe, maybe not. Um, <laughs> inside, uh, inside abandoned McDonald's with Jurassic Park promo stuck inside the nineteen uh, nineties. So it's an abandoned McDonald's that's been there Wait, for sorry, a long can you time. Just read, can you just read that again? I think I've misheard some of it. Ins inside abandoned McDonald's with Jurassic Park promos stuck in the nineteen nineties. Okay. Man shocked at wife's choices as the internet labels him as a gold digger. <laughs> and husband tries to have a baby for wife, though wife becomes pregnant anyway. So I, I also know one of these is true. Oh, golly. So I think Drew might have taken a similar strategy to me with finding my stories that week. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let the... Ash, go, go ahead. <laughs> well, I'd like to hear about the third one because I feel like the story isn't really covered in the <laughs> headline. I don't really understand it. All right, let me click on it here. I'll scroll down to where it actually 
says some stuff. So basically, um, after the wife had a had its first had their first child, you know, she didn't want to have another kid, and the husband, by the looks of it, really wanted another kid. He's quoted here for saying he he grew up with two brothers, and he just needs another. Just needs some kids to actually be able to play with one another, and so he wants to have another kid. The wife doesn't, so he says, "You know what? I'll I'll have it for you." I don't understand that. What does he mean? I'll have it for you. <laughs> the man's getting pregnant. So yeah, the man's getting pregnant. How's he going to give birth? Well, I know that actually that is something that has happened before. It was a woman who had a sex change and became a man was then pregnant as a man. Mm. I remember here that was many many years ago. But this is obviously not the same situation. So yeah. I am confused. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like it doesn't say here if they're trans or anything like that. I think uh, basically what he wants to do is take take the burden for his wife. But um, what actually ends up happening is just the wife ends up becoming pregnant anyway. And <laughs> because of that, they actually break up. Oh, <laughs> which is hectic. <laughs> a bit sad. But, yeah. I understand, yeah. though. Um, um, okay. Story number two again. Number two. So uh, a lady marries a man that. Ah, um, oh, the gold digger. Yeah, so what we got here? Uh, a Reddit user found himself in the situation and asked a popular Reddit thread uh, for some help. He said, uh, My wife and I had three kids, all from prior relationships. She has been a preteen boy and girl. I have a toddler son. All live with us full time. I've just started making a will just because I haven't thought about it yet. Uh, she, however, has had one since her late 20s, since her first husband passed. We've all been friends since she met her husband. So basically, um, they're labeling her as a as a gold digger because she set up this will to um you know get a lot out of his death, pretty much. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. I see. I see. Hmm. Everyone's a uh, abandoned McDonald's, which um still has promos from Jurassic Park from the nineteen nineties, still up in there. Is there more details to that one? There can be. So a deserted <laughs> store uh, found on Attic Island, which is part of the um, Atulun Islands, was originally set as an outpost for the army. The 1990s, in many cases, restaurants like McDonald's were left exactly how they were when they were running. Um, in- images of the store were passed on Twitter, an account that seemingly dedicated to all things retro and the pretty spooky. It tweeted, an abandoned McDonald's on a remote Alaskan island still has a menu up with Bobby's World and Jurassic Park promos. The post now um, yeah, has 3,000 retweets, blah, blah, blah. So, hmm. so yeah, it's just been left on this uh, island where a Navy base is for a few decades. Hmm. Hmm. My first thought is number three, just because that seems like a bonkers story. And Reddit, Reddit people calling people things sounds extremely plausible. Yeah. <laughs> Judgy people on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm going to go for number three as well, purely for the fact that I don't really understand it. Yeah, like. <laughs> Is he going to get like a uterus like implanted or something? Yeah, I just don't get it. Like, what does he mean? 
What does he mean? <laughs> what does he mean? The numbers, Mason, what do they mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go with number three, just because this guy's either hiding something from us <laughs> or, or I just don't understand it and I'm wrong. But I'm going to go with number three. All right. Well, I can confirm that um, they're all, all true. No, I'm joking. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just, uh, yeah, putting it together as you guys were talking. I'm like, oh, fuck what I do. Uh, uh. <laughs> and uh, it, it actually, it, it came from the point where I'm just like, you know, um, at the moment um, where oh, Chantel's pregnant at the moment and she's like, oh, she's you know feeling sick in that and I felt a bit, felt a bit bad. So, you know, I'm not going to do this necessarily. I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't grow a baby, but I would if I could. You know, take some, take it in turns. Be a gentleman, have a baby. <laughs> you know what? Love, can you I'll just take um, this one. Can you just quickly display the last thing Tom said because it's another banger? What's he said? Him. Ronald McDonald has an army of scientists. Uh, uh, scientists crossbreeding dinos slash burgers. That would be quite nice. A, a dino burger. I'd eat a T Rex burger. Hell yeah. Would it be? I a good- what did it taste like? Like chicken, maybe. Mm. Have to be like. Yeah, I mean, I guess they were to- kitens of birds, weren't they? Mm. They were. A, they were a kind of bird, and a croc- crocodile tastes vaguely like chicken. So, mm. have to be a pretty uh, co- like. Have to be able to commercialize it though. Like, are, are people really in the market for dinosaur burgers? Well, I don't I know. Like, you want a I head of dinosaur? A of, but. I think a lot of people would love to eat T Rex burgers just because it's T Rex, or a tri- Triceratops nugget. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because the nuggets are actually kind of shaped like that. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't want a T-Rex burger. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd, ra- I'd rather ride the T-Rex, like chuck a saddle on its back. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> better luck next time, Tom. Come up with some uh, <laughs> more, more commercial. I want a more commercial idea for my my burgers. I, I like her just a nice beef burger, a chicken burger. Um, yeah, I don't A know. veggie burger? Or no. Flintstones, <laughs> the Flintstones beg to differ. <laughs> Um, Tom has been sacked from head of marketing. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because he's just, he's he's put that many comments down in in this episode. He's pretty much been on the show. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's just been, he's been uh, voice acted by us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, guys, that was a fun episode to to do. It's good to talk to you again. Anything else you'd like to put in before we head off? Uh, nah, we're obviously not going to see the rep because those uh, COVID oh, yeah, restrictions are keeping us away from him still. He's obviously in Victoria because Furphy's a base in Geelong, so we're still not allowed to get near him. Uh, do soon. I have anything else to say? No, I don't think so. I think it's always fun to just sit here. <laughs> Tom, I'm a ghost potter. <laughs> He's he's doing pottery with Patrick Swayze right now. <laughs> he's doing pottery with Patrick Swayze. Ooh. Um, yeah. No, I don't think I have anything else to add. It's always fun to just chill with you guys, crack some furfs and have a couple of cans and talk some shit. Keenan says, good job, fellas. Thank you, Keenan. Yeah, thanks, man. We had thanks, great Keenan. fun making this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything to add. What about you, Dan? Uh, I think it's... Been a been a good furphy cracking session. <laughs> um, Still just laughing at Tom. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Tom. Tom's being our special comments commentator this week on the expert comments. 
Um, good, good timing, Wacko Jacko. We'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> Excellent timing. <laughs> um, so I probably, in hindsight, I should have put an alert in there earlier to when the moments we were actually starting. <laughs> so sorry about that. That's probably on me. Yeah, it's all good. You can catch it on podcast services, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, whatever you listen to your bloody podcasts on. Be sure to leave us a follow and follow us on, I guess, Facebook and Twitter and stuff to keep up with all that. Tom, Jesus Christ, what are you on about now? Emphasis on the special <laughs> on my behalf. The special comments. I think Tom's talking more than we are. <laughs> <laughs> Tom's been hosting from the chat. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I C- might as well just go. stream so you can see Tom's comment in comments in real time. Yeah. I think, uh, I think we I, I think we need to like to like talk about the comments less just for like the people listening, but I don't know. Yeah, we, probably. I don't know. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there eventually, guys. We're, we're learning. We're learning. <laughs> yeah, this is sort of a new medium for us to do it like this, so. Yeah, live. It is a bit different. Stuff. Yeah. It's a pod stream. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is, Dan. All right, guys, we got to get out get out of here. Uh, the COVID yeah, restrictions that, that, are getting a bit much for this bar. And, and that Brownlow count is getting nearer and nearer. Yep. Oh, good luck tonight, boys, and hopefully your big footy men win the award. <laughs> I hope they Jack go St- well. Jack mine Steele coming at you. <laughs> they, mine will not. <laughs> Who, who's, is it like, do you know who the favourite like who has the best odds from the crows? Is it like Sloan uh, or Led or Seedsman? Oh yeah, Seedsman had a really good year actually. I, I would go Seedsman, but I expect or maybe Ben Keys. Yeah, he's actually had a brilliant year too. Anyway, that's more sports talk for another time. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You can see Drew fading away as we start talking about it. <laughs> he's just like got his mouse hovering over the closed coal button. <laughs> <laughs> I might disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you later. No worries. Catch you. Kraken Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Treadray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you'd like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com slash idruby where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.